Welcome to Loaded Talk. I am your candidate, the third most popular congressman person. I don't know. I forgot what I am. I'm your, I'm your congressman. I'm not your candidate. That's what it was. It's been a while. And this is Loaded Talk. I'm Frank. Along with me is... What's up, Planet Earth? I'm Charlie. The Bean. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, life swings through and does funny things. Um, since we uh, since we last did this, last met, I think Trump's been indicted two more times. I think he'd only been indicted once, when, uh, like in New York, when we were here. Since then, he got indicted in Florida. Maybe he did get indicted for the documents. Did he get yes. indicted? Yeah, I think it was right around that time. Maybe. Miami. Maybe. Right? I mean, yeah. the documents were definitely an issue at some point, and then... Pence had him, Biden had him, and everybody had documents. I don't know. But anyway, he's been indicted for that, um, as everyone probably knows. And uh, so he's got one in New York City, which is about the hush money to the porn star, which is not illegal. So that one's probably going to get thrown out. Um, The Florida one, um, you know, he technically violated some acts, you know, that all of our presidents have violated and apparently vice presidents and senators and everybody. We overclassify a lot of stuff in this country. Um, so that one's actually got some teeth, but I just don't know if it has, like, what what the actual punishment will... Like, like, oh, we found you guilty of not returning these documents in a timely manner. And then, like, hiding them when we went to, went to find them, you know? And it's like, okay, well, how... I don't know. It just doesn't sound like that serious of a charge, you know. But uh, now he's been indicted in Washington, D.C., where like 90 plus percent of the population votes Democrat. Um, I think it's definitely over 80, but I think it's over 90 percent. Like D.C. is a blue town. So this one he actually might get convicted of. Um, I don't think there's a lot to this one, but it's D.C. and you find a jury of people that don't like Trump. I mean, you got a good shot in D.C. But this one is about um, January 6th. So uh, the indictment basically says that um, he knew that he lost and that he wanted to overturn the election um, and that everything he did was to commit fraud uh, against the people, against the taxpayers, against uh, Congress, against the Constitution, all this. But it pretty much all relies on him knowing that he did lose and just saying, well, I'm going to take this election. Now, it seems like the easy defense to that is, I thought I got cheated, like I said, all over television and all over radio and all (laughs) over everything. I still think I got cheated. I'm still talking about it today. And, like, I don't know. I that's the problem with this one. Like, it's January 6th, and they're going to have all this stuff and, you know, be like, oh, don't forget the riot that happened in here. Don't forget the riot. Um, but, like, it's like, oh, well, did you did you really think that you lost? No, you knew you lost. You knew you lost. There's no way in a million years. I mean, Trump still hasn't said he lost. Like, it's not going to say in court something like, you know, you're right. I know I've been bitching about it for four <laughs> years, but I knew the whole time. <laughs> Like, that'd make much sense. What do you What do you think of the old indictment? Um, I look forward to hope it's hopefully going to be televised, and I look forward to watching the ridiculous court case that it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if it will be televised because I remember there's some case that everybody was interested in, 
maybe it was another Trump case. I don't know. But uh, there's no cameras in the courtroom because you can't have cameras in federal court. Yeah. Uh, so people could, like, you know, witness it and write about it. But the general public couldn't see it, which is kind of messed up. Yeah. Like, it's federal court. That's our court. I'll pay. Yeah, pay per view. <laughs> I'll pay. <laughs> That's what Trump should do. Is like on his uh, truth social there. Just get somebody in there with a video camera and do a pay per view or a phone cam. Just do a pay per view of the court. It's just like what? This is different. <laughs> it's not a television camera. It's a phone. That's that'd be funny. Get him held in contempt for live streaming the court hearing. Um. So all that as it's gone on, of course, has. Uh, made it so that Trump is still by far the leading Republican candidate. Um, of course, at this time, I think Giuliani was the leading candidate in one of those races. I think Jeb Bush uh, was the leading candidate. So things change a lot, you know. Um, like I don't even think Trump had gone down the staircase at this point in the election cycle. Uh, or the escalator, the golden escalator. Um, but... But yeah, he's sitting at, uh, I don't know, on average 50%, something like that, maybe 55. Uh, I think DeSantis is somewhere in that like 15 to 20 range. And I think like Vivek Ramaswamy is like 6% or something. I think everybody else is below that. Chris Christie's in it for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I I think he's just in it because he really thinks he can take out Trump. He's he's like, you know, I was the original tough-talking, fat New York guy. Uh, on the Republican Party before Trump got in there. And he's like, I, I talk tough. I can take him out. And he's been saying, like, how he's going to take him out. Uh, he's polling at, you know, 1% or something, <laughs> 1 to 3 or something. It's just like, like, why are you here? No one cares about you. And, like, and so far Trump's taken the position that he's not even going to debate anybody. Because he's like, I don't have to. I'm the candidate. He's he's treating it like he's... Uh, like he's Biden, like like he was last time, where he's like, I was the president. This is just my next term, you know? And uh, it might work out for him. I don't know. It's uh, They had a big town hall thing in Iowa where, like, Tucker Carlson interviewed, like, each candidate not named Trump uh, for, I don't know, maybe an hour or half hour each or something. Um, it was put on the, on the Blaze, uh, streamed on there. I think they still you can watch it on YouTube and stuff. But, like, he sat down with even the ridiculous candidates that had nothing going for him. But uh, I'm trying to rem- remember. I should have pulled some clips because, like, he, he really hit some of them hard, too. Like, Pence, uh, he hit hard on something. Uh, but, like, there's a couple of them that just kind of fell apart during <laughs> during the thing just because it was, like... Great. Yeah, like, <laughs> he was asking, like, questions. Like, some people... He kind of went kid gloves with, like, Nikki Haley for some reason. But I think it's because he just had, like, back-to-back candidates where he uh, maybe made them cry a little and uh but i think you got mike pence the other day had some line that pretty much was going to sink his campaign of you know polling in fourth or fifth place or whatever he is but it, uh, someone asked about the state of the state of crime or the state of something going on in these cities and he's like well that's not my concern <laughs> <laughs> and like I think what he meant was like, well, that's, you know, not what I'm talking about here, but like, it's like, oh, there's a sound by like the state of what's going on in our cities. That's not a concern. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, Trump's maintained the, the number one spot this whole time. And every time he gets a new indictment, his numbers go up, you know, <laughs> the Republican base just rally behind him. Cause they're like, man, like the, the Biden administration is trying to screw him. 
and uh, and the FBI and the DOJ and like all the the deep state, uh, they're trying to screw this guy. And you know, it's hard to say that they're wrong about that, you know. And so they they rally behind Trump every time this happens, and the numbers go up. Um, and so I don't know. I think the whole damn thing. Uh, I mean, it's hard to see this as anything else than the Democrats are trying to pick their opponent because they want to go against Trump. Um, and if they keep messing with him, he'll, you know, independents will keep seeing, oh, he's three times indicted, two times impeached. And, you know, maybe they'll see through it. Maybe they don't. Depends on how engaged they are as like news consuming people. Um, but you know, if he just smashes through the Republican primary, then it's like, okay, good. Now we go against Trump and Trump has huge negatives, you know, like the unfavorable ratings worse than Joe Biden. Joe Biden has horrible unfavorable ratings. So I think they're trying to pick Trump just cause he's got the most baggage, you know? And, uh, he, they beat him once already while like they beat him. COVID helped a lot, I think. Um, because that really sunk all the numbers. But, you know, they beat them with a strong economy, cheap gas, low unemployment before COVID. Um, and so, you know, beat them once. Now it's like, okay, they might be able to beat them again. You know, Biden didn't even campaign last time. He stayed in the basement and oh, did crowds of right. like five people. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just stay in the basement. <laughs> uh, so, that's been fun. I don't know. I'd, if I was them, I'd be a little worried about this tactic. Because they did this tactic in um, 2016, you know, like uh, Morning Joe on um, uh, you know, Joe Scarborough, you know, like he had Trump on anytime he wanted, and he was always real friendly with them, and like there's a lot of press, a lot of press like to have him on because he was talking, he knew everybody, and so a lot of the like left wing press just like put him everywhere. They're like, look at this buffoon, but like he's funny, let's put him up there. And uh, gave him all this free airtime and then, like, helped him get the nomination. And they did that because they were just like, Hillary will mop the floor with this guy. And uh, so they set him up and then, oops, <laughs> he won. <laughs> and, like, when when you've just had to, like, raise interest rates, like, five times or something like that, when, you know, we're staring at stagflation or, um, you know, whether stagflation or, you know, an actual recession or something, um you know, we're we're staring at some bad metrics coming forward. Um, we just got our credit rating just got de- downgraded again. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we're down to AAA without any pluses. And so I think after this, it's only into the Bs or whatever. But, like, yeah, I don't know if that's triple Bs or one B. I'll look it up. But apparently, like, if you get down into the B section, that's like no one wants your debt. You know, it's like mm-hmm. good luck selling bonds. Which would be great if all of a sudden all the countries start calling us on our debt of $31 trillion. But that's fine. That's fine. We we got it. <laughs> got it in Fort Knox. It'll just take 40 years. Did you hear about that a while ago? About Fort Knox? Or about countries asking for their gold back? Uh-uh. It's uh, so we, whenever the hell it was, way back when, we agreed to like store nations gold. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, like, we're just a bank for it, basically. But uh, I think it was Germany requested back some percentage of their gold. Maybe it was all of it. I forget. But the 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 quantity, I mean, it was a lot, but it wasn't, like, I don't know, it, a very doable quantity, you know? 
And they're like, no problem. We just need 30 years. And they, it was something like that, 30, 40 years. And everybody's like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I don't, think, I don't think the United States has any gold. I think we sold all the gold. Yeah, I always picture, like, this scene of, like, uh, a cage inside of a, uh, you know, a giant vault. Yeah. And there's just, like, nickels on the ground. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just what I picture. I think that might be kind of accurate, you know? Like, because, uh, you know, as a kid, we'd see, like, TV shows or cartoons about breaking into Fort Knox, you know? And it's just, like, with, gold bars everywhere. Die Hard, Die Hard, really, like. Yeah. Yeah, Die Hard, yeah. And, uh. Yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance, I think it was that one. Uh, yeah. 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 That's a good one. I should watch that again. Uh, but yeah, so you'd picture that kind of thing where she's just like, look at all the gold. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I think, yeah, it's closer to the nickels on the ground. <laughs> I think as we got in tough times, maybe World War II, maybe after that, um, I think we started selling the gold and being like, all right, we need a little bit of money here. and Just I owe you. Don't worry. I owe you. We got you. Whereas like China's been buying up a bunch of gold and just like, Sitting on it. It's like, oh, well, that would probably be smart. But, yeah, I don't think we have any gold. That, that was years ago, too. I don't know. Um, it didn't really... No one really seemed to notice that much. It was just like, 40 years to give someone their own stuff back? Like, because, you know, it's Germany. They have, like, they make vehicles. And, like, we can, we have ships. They go over there all the time. Like, <laughs> we, we got airplanes, you know. Um but anyway, what the, but yeah, so the Trump, the Trump indictment, that's, uh, I don't know, it's hard to say, <clears throat> it's hard to say, I don't want to say he can't win the presidency, but, you know, it is, he does have tons of baggage, you know, like, everybody already formed an opinion on him, um, you know, I think not too many people will show up to vote for Biden, uh, especially in I don't think the black community is going to rally around him as much, um, which technically the first time they ran, Trump got a bigger percentage of like the black and Hispanic uh, communities than, than I don't know if it was any Republican, but it was definitely more in a couple elections. Um, but, you know, the m- number of college-educated white women who will show up to vote against Donald Trump is probably vast because that's kind of what what happened last time that was the the big group that really rallied against him um i don't know we'll see we'll see how that goes we'll see if biden makes it all the way to the finish line um he's got uh in addition to being demented uh, <laughs> is that what you say when people have dementia they're That's demented? Very professional way to put it <laughs> Even though he's pooping his pants and drooling applesauce all over people. Um, <laughs> we haven't heard a good uh, good story about him shitting himself in a while. <laughs> Remember the Vatican story? <laughs> it's like, did you poop your pants in front of the Pope? It's the Pope, not the poop. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, his lists. When he when he comes out with his lists of things to do, like he'll have it in his hand, he'll accidentally show it to the camera, and it's like walk in, <laughs> say hello, you know, go to podium, <laughs> say these words, say hi, I'm Joe Biden. Yeah, he's read his his moves before too out loud. Yeah, like, oops, no, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, he read it off the teleprompter. 
Ugh. But, uh... I feel like this election is going to be very awkward. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, uh... Maybe because, uh... Trump will be doing this election from prison. <laughs> <laughs> and still running. <laughs> yes! Like, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing with this new indictment. Uh, the... The DOJ was just like, uh, we're ready to go whenever, like 60 days. Let's just get this thing going. And so his lawyers are like, y'all have had a year and a half to build this case. And you have a team of lawyers that's, you know, huge. You just handed it to us. We, we kind of want to build our case now, you know. Um, so I don't know how long they're going to kick this around. I think, you know, the longer it goes, probably the better. Outside of like, let's say, I mean, if Trump just takes... Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. I mean, it's over. Like at that point, the no one's gonna be able to claim building momentum because those early states, you know, it's one thing if it splits among different people, but if he takes all three, then you know that was Biden uh, got South Carolina. That's how he ended up not dying. Uh, was he made some deals, and so he won South Carolina big, which gave him some momentum, and all of a sudden some safe safe states were in there. Yeah, he got Georgia out of that, too, didn't he? Georgia used to be red. Um, well, he got... Uh, well, I'm talking about, like, in the primaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did he win Georgia in the general? Mm-hmm. I think so. Damn. It was like a turnover. Well, I know the Senate race. Well, that was... That flipped blue, but... Wow. Did he go... Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah, because yeah. Atlanta was one of those. It was, the, like, the weirdest one that... And it was another one of those where, like, they had to shut down counting and yeah. resume counting and, and all that. And look, I'm just saying, like, if things are going to run that way, people are always going to think there's something messed up going on because it seems like something messed up's going on. Like, even if that messed up thing is just incompetence, it's just like, just get votes in. Get the votes in the machine. Just paper in the machine. Get it done. Yeah, like in Florida, we... You know, we had our whole dangling Chad thing oh, for God. for W versus uh, Gore. Gore. Yeah. And then uh, they watched us for Carrie real tight, too. And it's just like, no, no, we're going to do okay. And, uh, but we had to eat crap for that for years. But now, like, our, our election, like, our ballots are counted by, like, 10 p.m. Like, the whole state's in by, like, 10 p.m. Like, And so it's just like, look, there you do. I mean, outside of, like, some absentee ballots that still come in. But, you know, by then it's pretty much decided. Um, but like, it's very doable and like, I don't know, no one gets to go home. Like, it's like, okay, we've counted all we can count today. It's like, bring in a new shift. Right. Bring in the night shift. We'll stay here and watch. We'll bring in a night shift observers, night shift counters. It's like, you don't get to go home. You don't get to go home. This is what you signed up for. Like, if you can't do it, you need to hire more people, you know? Yep. And so, but yeah, so if, especially when it happens, like. You know, it's like, okay, it's in Philadelphia, uh, Phoenix, Atlanta, and uh, and Nevada, and whatever. I forget if Vegas or where it was in Nevada, but it's just like, okay, it's like, well, what's going to happen? It's like, they all went blue. It's like, all of them? All of the ones that took, like, days to count and kept finding ballots, all of them just turned blue? They're like, yep. It's like, oh. Well, that doesn't seem suspicious. Just like five days later. I know. It, like, it kept going. They would just be, like, trickling out. They were like, okay, like, you know, it's like Trump's got a lead of, or, or he's down by whatever. And they're like, okay, well, now it's adjusted by about uh, 700 votes. It's like, in a day? 700 votes in a day? 
It's like, come on. Like, I get that first day you didn't finish because you couldn't start counting theoretically until the polls closed. I'll give that to you. But the next day, you got a whole day, you know, like, get in there at, like, 6 a.m. and just start sliding papers into machines, you know? Like, Jesus. Like, it's really not complicated. No. <laughs> we used to, uh, in Kansas City, we'd set up, before they had machines, they would have these little briefcases. And then you open them up, and they'd fold out. They'd have legs that would pop out, and then it would kind of become the backing of the booth. Oh, cool. So it was like a photo booth, I mean, a voting booth. Uh, in a briefcase. And so, uh, because our kids are always looking for some cash and like they're pretty much willing to do whatever, um, we'd get the job of going around setting up these voting, voting machines. We'd hire a crew of people to do it, you know? Uh, but, you know, we set up literally every voting machine in, in uh, either, probably not Jackson County, but in, uh, in Kansas City proper. And so it's just like, you know, that's the whole city being covered. Now I know more than one person is going to use that thing, but if a bunch of like art kids that have never done it can set up everything in a, in a day, like surely you can count stuff in like two. I mean, one is really what you need to do, but surely two days to like use machines. Yeah, to machines. Yeah, put the paper <laughs> in the machines. Do we need a machine to load the machines now? Have you? Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, if you think about when we vote here, we turn we we slide it in the machine before we leave. You know, it's counted right then. You can go on the website, uh, Pinellas County, whatever the hell, and uh, you can type in your info, and they'll look it up. And go, yep, your vote was counted. It's like great. It's in there already. And so you know, by by election day, especially all the uh, absentee and early voting and stuff, like it's yeah. You know, sometimes I, I forget. And uh, I think when I was running, they had something like. 20% or 20 25% of the vote, like already in before the election day, you know? But, uh, but yeah, so in addition to, to Biden, you know, losing control of his brain and his bowels, um, he's got, he's had some things going on with his son and that's been kind of rubbing off on him. Uh, I know we've talked about it. It's been going around for a while, Hunter and his laptop. Yeah, uh, this laptop from hell. Hunter the crackhead. Hunter the crackhead. But they, uh, but new things just keep popping up all the time with this guy. And like, so he got offered that sweetheart deal. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they go. It's a plea deal that was just like, okay, you're gonna say you're guilty to uh, not paying your taxes on time. You paid them now. Be a misdemeanor, you know, for owing hundreds of th- like not claiming taxes on like millions of dollars it's like eh misdemeanor little fine no big deal nice slap yep and then he has uh his gun charges uh because you know his father's very tough on guns and he's you know no one should have them and all that kind of stuff well hunter bought his while on crack and filling out the paperwork he said he was not on crack and he had to swear to it to buy his his gun and and he did buy his gun and then, of course, his, uh, well, his dead brother's widow, who he was banging, she threw it away in the trash can outside the grocery store. And then it was gone when she went back to retrieve it. So, and then the social, or not social, uh, the uh, Secret Service went by looking for it, which is the other weird part about it. It's just like, everyone's like, oh, who knows, who knows? It's like Secret Service was trying to find your pistol. That got thrown away. You know, Secret Service was 
asking about your laptop. Like our federal government was like investigating this stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so for that, he was going to get, uh, a diversion program where he was going to be able to avoid a felony. Uh, he, he would just do some classes, agree not to smoke crack anymore. And, uh, <laughs> that'll work. We, we haven't gone, we, we were gone for the, the cocaine mystery, right? We haven't talked about that though. Mm. The White House mystery oh, cocaine. I think we we mentioned it, but we didn't really Did we? like okay. we didn't get into it. Yeah, well, there's not. I mean, other than like mysteriously that cocaine showed up, and then like they investigated. They 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 have video of the cubby it was in after changing where they said they found it three times. Um, like, okay, we found it here in this little cubby in like one of the most secure areas, um, like because it's by the Situation Room. Mm. Like it's you know. No coke allowed. You're not really supposed to do coke in the situation. <laughs> no, I would be lying if I thought no one ever did coke in the situation room. <laughs> um, but then what I love is they like, we're going to investigate. We're going to investigate. And then like a couple days later, they're like, it's a mystery that can't be solved. We just, you know, yes, we have tons of cameras everywhere and tons of secret service. Uh, lots of people all around. Um, but as far as who brought a mysterious white powdery substance, uh, within feet of the situation room and the president, it's a mystery that can't be solved. Can't be solved. We'll never know. If that's the truth, like if they really can't solve it, then that's terrifying. Yep. Cause somebody, that could be anthrax or something, mm-hmm. you know, just. Did they even <sighs> evacuate the white house? They did at first, and that's the reason that everybody ended up hearing about it, because they had to go in in their little space suits. Mm, yeah. Go, and instead of just being like old school, and just, <laughs> I just coke, guys. You know, they <laughs> tested it. I'm like, sissies. <laughs> hey, Hunter, come try this out. <laughs> yeah. Tell us if this is coke. No, oh, that's anthrax. I've snorted anthrax before. No, that's, that's everything. Yeah, that's anthrax. <laughs> Yeah, I love that he was snorting Parmesan cheese. That reminds me of uh, someone that I used to hang out that you that you know well. Um, one time when we were in Orlando, uh, he was back in St. Pete. Uh, he'd gotten his hands on some cocaine, and I think it was the first time he tried it. And so when I saw him on Sunday, um, he was crawling around in his bedroom in his mom's house with a light like yes. on the carpet trying to find anything that fell he started crawling through his closet and it's like dog did you do coke in your closet and he was like no i was like then why would it be on the floor of your closet <laughs> like with the door shut <laughs> i don't know but it was like no oh no, i don't <laughs> But it reminded me of that. I was like, yeah, I could, I could see Hunter Biden snorting Parmesan cheese and his Coke. I've seen something close to it, so I believe it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so the, the mystery Coke. Oh, so he can't do Coke. That was part of the plea agreement. So they go in front of the judge. And, uh, and so the judge asks, like he's reading it, and asks both the defense and the prosecutor. So this says that he can't be uh, prosecuted. Is that just for things related to these specific events or is that like in general like anything that has to do with the 
not registering as a foreign agent, for example. And so the the state was just kind of like, uh, uh, no, no, uh, just, just, just these, just these events. And the defense was like, no, it was our understanding that it would be all the, everything. He can't be in like all the things, any federal case. And the state was just like, well, I mean, we might've been talking about that, but now I feel silly about it. And so, you know, they kind of got a little shy. We're like, well, no, I don't think, I don't think we want to do that. Um, and so the judge's like, okay, and asked a, you know asked a couple more questions down that line. And I was like, well, is he currently under an investigation? Any other federal investigations? I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what are those about? They're like, oh, we, I don't know. We don't, I don't know. But I mean, there's something. But I don't, I don't know. And so the judge is like, I don't. I can't accept a guilty plea based on this. I was like, y'all don't, y'all aren't really in agreement on this. And, and like, for example, if he, if he fails his diversion program, uh, so, you know, say does, does the chocaines, um, does that, does he go to jail? Does he then become a felon? Does, can he then be investigated? Cause like, if he doesn't satisfy his end and then like, what if the, government doesn't satisfy their end what's the you know because i i think they asked hunter something like you know if you i don't know if you fail to uphold yours you know are you fine like going to jail or whatever being charged with felony he's like no (laughs) (laughs) and uh so she's like yeah y'all just need to work this out more so he pled he pled not guilty and so i guess they're going back uh but the i guess the plea is or the plea deals hit the Hit the internet now, and people can see that, yeah, they had arranged for basically, like, I'll plead guilty to this, and that's it for the rest of my life. Wow. I know. That'd be one hell of a deal. Like, not guilty in perpetuity. Can you imagine what bonkers shit Hunter Biden would do if he had a permanent get-out-of-jail-free card? Where he's like, sorry, federal government says they can't prosecute me. I almost want to give it to him to see what happens. <laughs> you know, I feel a little bit like that too. Like, I don't think it's right for anybody to have that, but <laughs> I can make an exception for a clown. <laughs> oh my God. Just the stuff he did, just feeling invincible, make him actually invincible. Like, did you see the video or your video or picture? Yeah, it was a video of him driving from like Los Angeles to Vegas. I forget which direction. But he was going like 160 miles an hour in his Porsche while smoking crack and videoing himself. Wow. Like selfie, crack smoking, 160. In a Porsche. In a Porsche. And apparently there's a stretch between LA and Las Vegas that a lot of people open it up on. Uh, but 160 while smoking crack is and videoing yourself. Man. Yeah. So that's just him being normal. that's him where he could get in trouble for things yeah like i think he would immediately immediately buy just the biggest ball of coke you can find and uh get out a bunch of hookers and fly all around and just like i can do whatever i want like you'd just be openly taking bribes at this point like collecting money from a dad right (laughs) i can do that now You almost want to be like, I almost want to infiltrate and uh, be like, hey, hey, Hunter, hey, 
You want to do some? <laughs> like at the, like the most awkward event. Let's just get Hunter going. <laughs> oh God, that was uh, this clip was showing. I don't even know what the day was, but it was like the Biden family's out on a balcony waving. There was something. Something's going on. Everyone's dressed up real nice, including Hunter. He's got suit and tie, and there's a little kids waving. But there was this one shot where like he went from like where the kids were, and then he was like kind of turning to leave, and like as his head is getting obscured behind like I think Joe Biden's face or something like that but he's turning and he kind of goes like this and like you can't see what happens but like his hand goes up to his face and then by the time he clears it he's smoothing his hair back you know but he definitely pauses for a second pauses here and then you know by the time you see him again he's just cut smooth yeah nice smooth on there and uh Joe Biden Jill kind of has a look on her face and so people are like look Jill knows what just happened and she's not approving of it um, but like, yeah, uh, that fell apart for poor little boy Hunter. He's just a child. He does not know what he does. He's like in his fifties. Um, but more stuff's been coming out on all the dirty dealings with all the Bidens. Uh, you know, Congress started looking into financials and found, I think 27, Shell companies, like LLCs. Good God. Yeah, that had received payments from, you know, Ukraine, Russia, China. Um, a lot of them are in just different Biden family members' names, you know. So there's his brother. There's um, yeah, Joe's brother. There's Hunter. There's a niece. There's a daughter, I think. Um, you know, basically anyone named Biden that wasn't birthed by a stripper in the Midwest um, that girl, that girl, and that girl's not allowed to be a Biden anymore. Uh, the, mm. so, you know, the, the mom named the child, whatever the hell, Biden. Biden. And, uh, cause she was like, well, Hunter Biden's your dad. And, you know, Biden name's not a bad name to have, you know? And, uh, but Hunter sued to make her change it. And so basically they ended up working out a, uh, a child support arrangement yeah, but part of the child support arrangement was her name cannot be Biden. And uh, so Joe came out recently to acknowledge these, the existence of the girl, you know. Um, said basically like that he was trying to stay out of his son's you know, custody disputes and you know, just be supportive and not get in the way. Which makes sense, but you know. He can't even pay his employees. Is he going to pay his child support? With all the bags of cash he picks up from around the world, thanks to his dad. <laughs> or from selling paintings for $500,000. <laughs> Which, uh, apparently, you know, they're like, well, we just don't know who's been buying these paintings. Uh, one of the very supportive donors to uh, Joe Biden's campaigns over the years, apparently he bought a couple. So it's just like, oh, it's not money laundering. I'm just giving a million dollars to Hunter Biden for his paintings. It's like, oh, you display them? No. God, no. He's <laughs> a terrible artist. No. Like, did you see, like, I saw a little clip of how he'd do it. He'd, like, he'd, like, blow paint. And, uh, like, that was his whole thing. Like, and I don't know. He just turned him out. And, uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so they found all those shell companies. Um, and all of them been getting money wired. Um, and then, you know, they can't prove that Joe took any of it yet. Um, but, you know, there's some money that's missing here and there. Um, 
Then uh, Devin Archer, who was Hunter Biden's business partner, who was scheduled to testify a few different times, but finally did this time. Um, and I think he's facing fraud or something like that. He's, he's facing a criminal charge that has to do with money, um, maybe bribery. Uh, and uh, so he came and he was just like, listen, Joe Biden never talked about anything inappropriate with our business partners. And they're like, but he did talk to the people you did business with. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, Hunter would have him come by and he'd just wave hello, talk about the weather, you know, no big deal. And it's like, oh, okay. Because before he said he never heard one word about Hunter's business. And now they go, he's not, he's not in business with Hunter. We've said that a million times. And it's like, went from never discuss business to not currently in a business with him, which is a very specific thing. Because, um, of course, you know, you and I are not technically in a business together. And, uh, but we're in the business of giving them the business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just right. something. Love technicalities. Yeah. Um, but, like, but that's the funny thing, you know, and, and if you kind of look at it on the timeline, um, oh, yeah, like, the easiest one is, like, the Brisma stuff, you know, because <clears throat> uh, they've got some emails from the guys that were, like, running Brisma. So, like, the head of it was kind of a corrupt fella. Um, that was facing some corruption issues. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> and so he said, like, and he's uh, quoted as saying that Hunter Biden is dumber than his dog, <laughs> but that they need him. <laughs> so this other person was like, hey, man, like, I really don't think we need to get the Bidens involved in this thing. I think, like, it'll go away. Like, we'll be fine. It'll go away. And he's just like, ah, it's too late. It cost me $10 million. Five for one Biden, five for another Biden. And so, like, he's a $5 million for each Biden. Now it's like, well, now I know Hunter was involved, but Jim Biden wasn't involved with Prisma. That would be another Biden, but Jim Biden wasn't there. Who could be the other Biden that he's talking about? But he basically, look, I already paid him. It's in the works. It, this will be taken care of. <clears throat> and so, uh, I think uh, I think this was the random Dubai meeting or something. At some point, Hunter had to go meet with some cats, I think, in Dubai. Hunter and I think Devin Archer did. And so they were just talking about whatever, you know, just having a dinner. Not business. It wasn't business. They were just having a dinner. And so it's suggested that Hunter needs to call, quote-unquote, D.C. And so he's like, okay. And so he calls, presumably, uh, in D.C., his father who is the vice president at the time. And so the guy takes the call and puts it on speed. Oh, hey, speakerphone on. Hey, guys, how's the, oh, the weather's real nice here. How's the weather there? Oh, okay, well, yeah, no, good time. Yeah. Right, and so that is what they said happened. It was just, oh, yep, good to see you. Good luck. Yep, my son's a real good guy. And, and I think they were saying that uh, he because they were, Bo had died recently, Bo Biden, and they were both just kind of torn up about that. So probably just checking in with his dad anyway. How you doing, Pop? Oh, I miss Bo a lot. Oh, me too. Um, so that's what they say happens. Then, a um, couple days later, Biden does his old call about firing Shokin, the prosecutor that was looking into Burisma. Uh, so, and he 
in Biden's own words, he said, I told him that you had fire Shokin or you're not going to get this $1 billion in aid uh, that we got earmarked. Go ahead, call the president. Do whatever you want, but you're not getting this money unless choking the guns goes. And son of a bitch, they got rid of him. <laughs> you know, I was just like, son of a bitch. But so he bragged about it. But that happened like within, you know, within a week. But I think like a couple of days of him just talking about the weather with the Brisma cats over the phone. So it's like they didn't do any talking about anything. It just happens that the U.S. policy that got implemented by Joe Biden within days of that phone call, happened to greatly benefit all the people that were at that dinner, which can't be a meeting because you can't do dinner meetings. If you're eating, you can't talk business. It's a rule. It's a law. It's impossible. It's physics, basically. You just can't do it. Hmm. Yeah, it's like turning paper into gold. It can't be done. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be my magic trick. I'm going to figure it out. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, all right, so now there's that. So that looks pretty slimy and it's like, all right. And, uh, so Joe, it seems was definitely doing some business in Ukraine and, you know, and China when Hunter flew on air force two with Joe to China and then got a few million dollars out of that deal with CEFC. Oh, that was it. Another thing. There's some CEFC stuff that was... About Hunter that came out too. Uh, I can't remember now. But it's all these things where it's pointing to... It's pointing to Joe being involved. I can hear the cat vomiting. I wonder if that's being picked up. Wow. Mike, you hear that? Yep. That wakes me up in the middle of the night sometimes. <laughs> I just... There could be a whole ocean. Tell, tell us how you really feel about Hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, Hunter makes me sick. <laughs> oh, wait. What time is it? Of course. There's a food timer, so mm. odds are uh, food went off. She overate and then threw it up, and now she's licking up parts of the food. Yes. Yeah. Oh, going for three. Great, great. <laughs> this is good content right here. <laughs> I meant to close the pocket door so that she couldn't get back here, and uh, I forgot to do she's that. She's like, I told you I wanted to be a part of the show, and you didn't let me. Yeah, she meowed once. I thought that was going to be sufficient, but... <laughs> no, Norma's got a norm. Um, <laughs> that threw me off. But yeah, so Hunter's been getting in trouble. And then, of course, like, the weird thing is how it's getting totally, it's not weird, how it's getting ignored in the media. Um, where it's just been like, oh, see, like the Devin Archer thing. They go, see, he said Joe didn't do anything wrong. It's like, right. Except for talk to their business partners a bunch. Um, he is the big guy, you know. I think he testified to that. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, the big guy or whatever. I mean, that's, that's Joe. It's right. like, okay, because it said 10% for the big guy in an email. So if Joe's the big guy and the email is talking about 10% for the big guy, then Joe took money. And it's like, no, nah, he said nothing happened. Archer said nothing happened. They talked about the weather. He's just a supportive dad. <laughs> Supportive dad, supporting his son, who had struggled with addiction, who had just lost his brother, his son, the good son, Bo. You know, it was just, he's just a loving dad. Just a loving dad. Just pulling at my heartstrings right now. I know. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but but yeah, instead, um, and the funny, the fun part about it is for two of these, um, when a big thing had come out where it was just like, look at all this evidence that's fairly damning uh, for Joe Biden, they answered with indictment. Because, like, two of the indictments happened right after big revelations, uh, like, Devin Archer's testimony, like, immediately preceded the D.C. Um, indictment. And then the, what are the other states? The Florida indictment was, I forget, you know, a couple months ago when some of the other stuff was coming out. But, like, they just go, ah, another indictment, another indictment. And um, so, you know, it's like, like you were saying before we started going, there's, so many distractions. Like, what the hell is even going on? Uh-huh. Like, the, the UFO thing is back again. Yeah. I I recently heard of, um, I cannot remember, the government official. Basically, he's the guy who has the most access to all classified documents. He's basically saying that they are reverse engineering Alien technology? Yeah. He said that they are reverse engineering alien technology and that they have recovered pilots from the wrecks. They do have biologics um, from the pilots or what have you. Uh, So basically we've got alien corpses or aliens and reverse engineering their stuff. Now, he didn't say that he saw any of this stuff. He said that he is aware of a person who says these things happened. Which is always fun because, like, we're not even getting direct testimony. Right. You know? It's like, technically speaking, this is called hearsay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Way to disengage yourself from that. Yeah. You know? It's just like, well, this is, I know this stuff. It's like, okay, can we talk to that person? It's like, no. Nope. You can't. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, can we see stuff? It's like, no. No. And, like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And, like, as much, as I want to believe. And I do think there's aliens out there. I mean, there's just too much. Like, but the new Odds. telescope images that yeah. we get. Oh, there was a, there's a planet they just spotted somewhere. I don't know. You know, way out there. Uh, but it's like a blue and green planet. Looks like it's a lot like Earth. Uh, you know, far enough from the sun and all that. Uh, it's sun. Um, so, you know, with all that out there, surely there's life on other planets, whether it can fly or not i don't know but um and just because something was advanced enough to get to earth i don't think it has to make them like so crazy advanced because like that one guy who um that one guy who uh he's on rogan there's a documentary about him on netflix uh he's the engineer that uh worked for um it's not area 51 it's some some other site that's out there, you know, like, like Area 51, but it's technically not. It was built into a mountain. And his job was to reverse engineer the propulsion system, uh, which he said was, you know, basically manipulate gravity like a bowling ball on a sheet. And then, like, the so it was just effortlessly sliding into these gravitational dense spots or something. Anyway, that guy, you know, sounds real believable. Um, um, why was I bringing that guy up? <laughs> What the hell was I even talking about? Uh, oh, you're talking about you know the possibility that if we did encounter aliens, that they would have to be oh so crazy advanced. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he said that there's this element. I forget what they call it. Element 151 or something like that. I forget what it was for real. Um, but like at the time, it was a theoretical element, and they 
they could not stabilize it um, in like a lab. Then later, I guess, that has been officially stabilized at some point, and I think it's on the periodic table now or something. Mm. It's a recognized element either way. Um, but he said, you know, that it seems to be kind of the what's going to unlock this thing, you know, like how it works. But like, say you're on a planet, um, you know, you got Earth and you got planet B over here. Earth where you're like, all right, we got all these trees and coal and all this stuff. If we set it on fire, you know, we can get a little engine going, you know. And so we got stuff like that. Maybe on planet B over here, they don't have wood, you know. They don't need, don't have trees. They don't have stuff like that. I don't know what they got, but they got this element. They go, oh, look with this element, what we can do. You know, so they start going that way. We, we're going automobiles and planes and spaceships that way where we set big fires to move things, you know, or, you know, jet engines, which a whole different. But anyway, you know, the basis for a lot of our, like, moving things is setting stuff on fire. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, if, if you have resources that move things without setting stuff on fire, you know, maybe you just advance to different things, you know? And, uh-huh. like, I mean, I would think they'd be pretty knowledgeable if they can fly around the galaxy, but I don't think they'd have to be, like, super... Like the wisest, most advanced. Right. Yeah. How we always depict them. Yeah. But the fact that the government's talking about it is just, just, I don't like it. It's like, if show us some evidence, otherwise it feels like a distraction. Yeah. So like, you know, when you bring it up, it makes me think, you know, because I've always wondered, how do you announce something like that to society without society losing its mind sure. and going completely crazy? But then when you say that, it's like... Maybe it's just another distraction from all this corruption. Yeah. Well, and that's... And I really, at this point, the funny thing about it is, you know, technically, the government came out and said, aliens are real, we have aliens, and we have spaceships, and we're working on them. And people are just like, that's cool. No one lost their mind. No one barely talked about it. You know, like, I think it was on the news cycle and all that, but, like, for... If people... I don't think people believe them. <laughs> I think because they're not showing any evidence, right? Yeah, and I think that, like, I mean, the confidence in Congress, you know, the approval, their approval is like 20% or something. Maybe it's less than 20% these days. Uh, like, no one believes our government officials, like, on anything. And so, like, no one freaked out over, like, we got aliens. It's just everyone was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Right, cool, bro. And so it's like, you know, show me some aliens. Show me a spaceship. You know, show me, show me the alien corpses. You know, right, I want to see him. I want to see you flying around in their spaceship wearing a little helmet that doesn't fit or something. And I don't want to see grainy video either. No grainy video. And I don't know. I want somebody to test these things. I want to, I want to see in person some third party, you know, test the skin and say, yep, this was not a prop that was just made, right. you know, for this purpose. Like this is bloop, bloop, bloop. There we go. This is skin or scale or whatever the hell they are. Like I want to be able to poke it. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me poke. Let me poke the bear and see what the bear does. Yeah, yeah. We all get to line up and poke it. Yep. I think that's. Fair. I'll pay five dollars too. I don't care. Shit, I'll pay twenty dollars. <laughs> but I get to poke too. <laughs> I pick where I poke. <laughs> that's its butthole, sir. <laughs> Feels nice. That's a nice butthole. Uh, well, yeah. That's, but yeah, just distraction, probably. Probably. I mean, it feels like the indictment's kind of a distraction. It feels like 
I mean, you know, the credit rating drop, no one really seems to care about, even though that could have massive consequences for, like, all of us, you know, if, if the bonds are worthless, you know, people, we aren't able to sell our debt. Um, that's a problem with how much we spend because we haven't stopped spending. Nope. And uh, we've raised interest rates again, and so that's going to make our dollar worth less, which is fine. Who needs money, you know? And then we'll just kind of creep over to the digital currency, which the Fed did um, launch their first... It doesn't have to be the first step to CBDC, um, but if you're going to do a central bank digital currency, you need to have a better kind of digital backbone for clearing things faster. So they did just roll out their thing. I forget what it's called. Fed quick or something not imaginative. Um, And like on the surface, it sounds fine, you know, because the bank transactions to one another can clear quicker. And I think we've all, you know gone to cash a check or something and been like, it's going to take how many days? Why would it take that long? Like money's over there. This person says, give it to me, give it to me. It's my money right now. Oh yeah. In a couple days. And like, I found out, um, I used to get, I used to use, I'd often transfer from my savings account, like my weekly or bi-weekly budget or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but Thanks to 9-11, uh, if you you can't transfer more than I think six times in a month. Yep. And if you do, they flag your account. And if you do it too often, they'll shut your whole account down. You know, uh, because you're a terrorist. And um, it's digital. <laughs> it's, I know. It's just like it's just going from my savings to my checking. It's not even leaving the bank. It's just going one account to the other. And like, but so I had this time when. Uh, where I was looking at my account, and I was like, ooh, crud. You know, like I bought something or whatever, and I was like, I need to transfer some money over to cover that. And so I was thinking, I was like, all right, I got to cover that, a couple other things. I'll transfer transfer this much money. So whatever it was, and this was at like 10 o'clock at night or something like that. Uh, So the next day, I look, and there's my transfer, and then a second transfer uh, for like, I don't know, $112, something like that. And so I called him like, what the hell is this? I was like, I made the transfer, before this thing had posted, and like, well, it was showed up as pending by the end of business day, and at the end of business day, the balance was looking like this. Therefore, we initiated a transfer that didn't show, didn't post until the next business day. And so, although on your end you could see your transfer, it technically didn't go in until the next business day. And so, technically, our transfer went in same business day. Yours was next business day. So that's what happened. I was like, right, but now I don't have any more transfers or you're going to shut my account down. And they're like, yep, sorry. <laughs> like, just go, Good just luck. go to an ATM. It's like, I don't, I don't want to go to an ATM. Right. Like, I don't want to. I just want to use my debit card. Um, but anyway, so we've all had silly things like that, but sounds like the system might fix or speed up. Um, but it's definitely the first step on the road to central banking, digital currency, and the enslavement of mankind. Because it's just what that is. I'm just very. I've been very concerned about credit cards lately. Like How just so? the just the idea that at any point in time, because I primarily use other people's money to buy things because it's better. I don't like to use <laughs> mine. Points. And I and I pay them back. Yep, I get points. Yeah. Um, but should well, 
should our government or any other hacking entity with malice decide to just cut off credit cards, Yeah, we have nothing. Well, and if you look at um, MasterCard, you can't use MasterCard to uh, buy a gun. So they just said, no, no, you can't use MasterCard. So you go to a gun store, they can't take MasterCard, no matter what. It's like, nope, can't, sorry. And then um, I think Discover did something like that, too. But Discover did. Oh, Discover and MasterCard. I think they flag your they flag your charges. Yeah, I think they ended up having to walk it back. Discover and I think Mastercard, even though they stopped it, they said they were going to come up with their own special internal categorization Great. for firearm purchases. And it's like, no, no, it's just a separate thing. It's like, yeah, a separate thing where someone goes, "Hey, Discover, FBI would like a list of everyone that's bought something, bought a gun." And they go, "Easy to pull up," you know. And so like, there was a lot of backlash. I think they backed off of that. But yeah, they're just, they're starting to choose industries. You know, it's like, well, yeah, guns are a bad industry. Like, it's it's the ESG thing. And like, I'm glad people are talking about it. Um, sometimes obnoxiously so, you know. But it really is the mechanism, the mechanism to control finance. You know, how people can get money is ESG. Because if, you, if your scores aren't good, uh, well, you, you, that's like having a bad credit score. So you don't get, get the loan. Uh, but once there's a CBDC, uh, that's going to trickle down to all of us. And we'll have a credit score like they have in China now. And like, you know, if you buy, like to buy guns, well, that hurts your score. Maybe uh, maybe when you buy firearms, a dollar is not worth a dollar. Maybe it's only worth 25 cents. Jesus. So, you know, because that's the thing. You can manipulate the value of it so easy where it goes, oh, you're going to buy a gun? That's, uh, you know, it's oh, $600. And you go to pay, and like they go, oh, well, actually, it's going to have to be, you know, twenty four hundred because uh, it's a gun purchase, and we don't want you to do that. And I'm just like, beep, sorry. It's like, oh, you bought too much meat. Oop, you bought too much gas. Oh, you know, you have a big old pickup truck instead of a Tesla. You know, or not Tesla because Elon Musk is evil now. But um, well, and what's to stop him from miscategorizing purchases? Oh. The federal government doesn't make mistakes, Charlie. Come on. When have they made one mistake ever? Like, that's a gun purchase. For $3? That's not a gun. <laughs> I bought a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Did it have a picture of a gun on it? That's a, <laughs> that's a class four imitation firearm, if you ask me. <laughs> that's great. And scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's funny. That's going to happen. <laughs> oh, well, since the end is near... We might as well wrap up this episode. Um, we're going to... I'm going to try to not make weeks in between our shows again. Uh, follow us on all the things. The SoundCloud, the YouTube, the Rumble, um, everything else, iTunes, whatever. Follow us on all the things. Like us on all the things. Tell your friends about us. We're lovely people. We promise we won't hurt. Um, so until next week, Charlie. Show me Epstein's list. Oh, God, yeah, please. All right, have a good one.